Well, since both of them ran out of things to say, I guess I'm doing this intro. So, hey everybody, welcome to the show. What's up everybody? Welcome to How Do Radio, the next generation, episode 27. I'm Lane. I'm Brandon. And we're on episode 27 now. Yeah, uh, this is where all the good rock stars die. That's that 27. Yeah. So maybe if our podcast is good, it will die okay. at this episode. Yeah. No, we're not done. We're going to keep going. If this is the last episode, like from 10 years from now when you're listening to this again, that's the reason why. <laughs> that would be unfortunate. Yeah. So we don't have a whole lot to talk about this week, really. Um, it was overall a pretty just normal, boring week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. Stay tuned for the greatest episode ever. No, we, uh, so last night was the cakewalk. Tell people what the cakewalk is. Be, be specific and, like, really tell them what it is. So you buy a bunch of tickets and the band plays and stuff. And it's huge musical trios. And when the music stops, you sit down and then they call numbers. And then you get a token and then you win a cake. All right. So it's a fundraiser for the band, the the Deer Park, which is where we live, the band. And you can't this tell town. them where we live. Yeah, I can. And uh, so every year they do this thing called the Cakewalk. Last night was the 60th anniversary of the Cakewalk, which is pretty cool. And it was Lane's first time playing the Cakewalk. Yes. See, those are all the things when I said be specific. Those are the things that... You told me to, subscri- to tell the You told me to describe okay. the cakewalk. All right. So people buy the tickets and they're in a big circle and then they all sit down and then they call a number and if you're in the certain number seat, then you win a cake. Yep. And uh, so you played and the at the cakewalk, so you're playing the music that the people hear and then when the music stops is when they sit down. Yeah. But it's not like a traditional musical chair thing where there's like one less seat than there is people so you like have to be quick to get it because of course there can't be any competition in something like this yeah. so everybody has their own chair to sit down in and then they call out a number so they're like number five yeah. and there's like 10 circles set up throughout the gym uh so every circle has a winner when the music stops so if they call out like number five then uh that person in each circle Wins a cake. Yep. And we uh, we had, Lane's going to make a, a goofy little smirk here in a second. We had 420 cakes that we gave away last night. So that was a lot of cakes, which was actually 100 cakes less than last year. But it was pretty fun, right? Yeah. You played for your first time. Was it fun playing your first time at the cakewalk? Sixth grade is when they play the cakewalk in the band for the first time. It was, it was very nerve-wracking. Yeah. It was a lot more, like, up in your face than I thought it would be. Up in so your like, face? Why, how up in your face? Because, like, everyone was looking at me. Oh, okay. Like, well, yeah, you're well, performing. Well, when I was on the big stage, I couldn't see you people because of the big lights. Okay, gotcha. And the way it's I set could, up, we're kind yeah. of just standing there in the Yeah, gym. I could actually, like, see you guys. Yeah, okay, that different. makes sense. Gotcha. So yeah. that made it more nerve-wracking. Yeah. Gotcha. And also half of a band wasn't there, so. Yeah. So that's just something you gotta get used to with the cakewalk, because that is how it is. Some people are sitting, like, in the bleachers, but that's on, like, the other side of the gym. So if you're sitting in the bleachers, you're too far away and you can't really see anything. 
So you kind of just have to stand there, and that's what everybody does, and everybody takes pictures and stuff, especially you guys, because it was your first time playing it. Yeah. Like, the parents really get up, like, in your face. So I understand what you're saying there. And this was, uh, Tyler's played it since he's been in the sixth grade also, so he's a pro at it at this point. And he, uh, he didn't really seem too excited about it last night. He was more so excited that it was your first time playing it, I think, than, uh, like his actual excitement of it. Yeah. Which is cool. Good, good and brotherly I, And at one there. point, at one point I ran a circle. Me, oh, did you? Yeah, so I, I, like, collected tickets and gave out tokens and stuff. Nice. So, I gave Jacob a free cake. So you're not supposed to do that. Well, it's different. So we, uh... We also and uh, we also won two cakes. Yeah. So while the kids were not performing, they were able to get tickets and <coughs> walk around in a circle. And uh, bless you. And all um, oh, those sound waves went up so, a lot. Well, yeah. So you, uh, I think you won a cake and Tyler won a cake. Is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And we have not even opened the cakes yet. Well, I we know, opened I them know. and looked at them, but we yeah. haven't actually started to eat either of them which for me is insane that there's been cake in the house for this long and i haven't had a yeah. bite of it yet so what else so i learned that um by being a person that volunteers and hands out the cakes to the people that win that some of the parents can be really big buttheads when it comes to handing them cake and it's very unfortunate that a lot, and I, I kind of almost say a lot of the parents, like you hand them the cake, like there's there's over 400 cakes. We can't let people decide like which cake they want to have. Yeah. This thing, it goes on all night long. It's like a well-oiled machine. There's a line of cakes. People win, they come up, you hand them the next cake, and you continue to go on. If you did it any other way, it would not work. You would not have time to go through every box to find the perfect cake that every single person that wins, wins. There's over 400 winners in one night. But so many of the parents are like, they're big buttheads about it. Like, oh, that's not, I didn't want a carrot cake. Or some of them even, oh, I don't want a chocolate cake. And like, they get mad at you because like, you didn't give them what they feel like they deserved for winning. And there was a few parents that like, like really like, made it not fun to volunteer to hand it out because of how rude they were about it. It sucks that people are that way. Like, it should just be fun, and you just enjoy, and you you are happy with what you get. But unfortunately, not everybody's like that. So that sucks. So next year, we got to put up big signs that says you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. Correct. So hopefully that happens next year. So what else? Anything else? Um, you went to a concert. Oh yeah, let's talk about the show I went to last night. It was awesome. Um, it caused me to miss uh, the Unknown podcast, which I'll touch on that a little bit later. Uh, I went to see Ruby the Hatchet. They were the openers and Paul Bear last night. And I know I go and I say I go to a lot of good concerts, and I do. But like Paul Bear, like really was like one of the best I've ever seen in my life. It was fantastic. They were so good. I like them. A lot. Do you like Paul Bear in the least I bit? I have no idea. I listened to him like all last week, so you heard them quite a bit last week. So they are uh, they're doom metal. So no, I do not. Yeah, but here, but why I like Paul Bear, what uh, really separates them from like everybody else is like what makes them so good is that uh, one of the main things is like their vocals. Like you can understand everything the guy's saying. Like it's not growling or it's not like. Uh, 
it's not delayed to the point where you can't really understand what they're saying or whatever. Like you can really understand what the dude's saying, and I like that a lot. And the and there's just like so much melodic like guitar solos over the whole thing. Like the the rhythm section is super detuned and super heavy, like doom metal is. And there's the real slow jams and stuff to it, but. Their guitar player, who is their lead guitar player, who is also their singer, which is cool because usually the lead guitar player and the singer are not the same person, but in this band's sake, in case they are, and the dude, like, I mean, his solos are just insane, crazy. It was so fun to watch him play all night long, and it was hands down one of the loudest concerts I think I've ever been to. It was so so loud. I was like three rows back, right from the middle of the stage, so of course that makes it louder as well. But my God, it was so loud. Yeah. But it was awesome. It was really cool. The place, it was a sold-out place. A couple hundred people. They packed in there. There was a lot of people in there. Most people I've ever seen in that place before. It was awesome. So that was cool. I got a couple new records. Bought uh, a record from both bands. And bought a t-shirt from Ruby the Hatchet. So that you're wearing right now. I'm wearing right now, yeah. Got to chat with the singer of Ruby the Hatchet for a minute while I was buying my merch. She's super cool. And uh, that was really about it. It was awesome. Yep. So, let's uh let's get into the actual show. All right. So, like we kind of said at the beginning, there isn't really a whole lot to go over this week. So, one thing we thought it would kind of be fun to talk about is that we've had a little bit more time to spend with Tyler's new Nintendo Switch, and we were going to kind of we got a little bit more stuff for it, so we kind of wanted to just give like a week a week into it review of the console itself. Lane is super tired. He's yawning like crazy because he had a friend spend the night last night. And guess what? They stayed up all night playing video games. I did. Lane did. So, Lane's tired. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Lane, a week into the Switch, what's your thoughts now? What was your What was your thoughts a week ago when we did this? And we said, so what do you think of the Switch? You thought it was, like, super cool, right? Yeah. Okay, so still super cool, or what are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel like it's a lot more, like, once I've actually, like, hosted it, like, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I realize that it's crazy to think about how that little, like, tablet is the actual console. Yeah. Like, that's actually crazy to think about. And yeah. the graphics are the same, like, on the TV. And on the actual handheld. But the graphics simple. definitely are not what an Xbox One graphics would be because it's a smaller system. It's not using the same powerful specs that a PS4 or an Xbox One uses. So the graphics are not as good, I don't think, right? I don't agree with you one bit. Okay. I mean, Zelda does not look as good as like Skyrim or like the water or what's it called the Watcher 3 is that the what it's called that the the, the, oh, the Witcher. Witcher 3 yeah sorry yeah. like those are like considered like but great those graphics are, so i don't i don't think that the those are ones that they pushed to get better graphics these are ones that okay but okay but i'm just Nintendo comparing Studio. graphics to graphics is that like i mean the graphics on the switch are not capable of what the graphics are Correct. on the other consoles. Yeah, but I'm not saying that it doesn't amazing. look good. I'm not saying that. It's a different style of art is what it is. So yeah. it's uh I mean Zelda still looks fantastic. We'll get there yeah. in a minute though. So as far the very basics of it, as far as like just the console itself goes, 
how have you been playing it the most? Like on the TV or handheld or with the little kickstand or on the TV? Yeah, with the controller. Which kind of controller? The one where you put both of the Joy Cons into it. Okay, what is that called? Does that have a name? I have no idea. Okay, I call it the controller. Okay, I've been playing. I mean, I haven't put too much time into it still, but I like playing it like. PSP style with the controllers on the side of the screen and just I feel like it's just hard to play like that just such a tiny screen and there's so many things happening so yeah I have I don't see we disagree on that as well I guess and also with my glasses being terrible I can't really look down okay my glasses just fall off so I have to hold it like straight up on my face when I'm trying to lay down and play okay so I've never laid down and played I've just set on the couch and played i guess i like the i like the mobile aspect of it we've taken it mobile a few times at this point like we uh they came over to the bar that i work at and had lunch and brought it with them and we sat there and played some mario kart for a minute uh we took it to uh lane's aunt's house yesterday and hooked it up to their tv and played mario kart everybody passing the controllers around and i played some Zelda there too so I guess before we go any further, we should specify that since the last episode, we had uh, Tyler just had Mario, uh, Odyssey, Mario Odyssey, and then we said on the last episode that our first three games that we wanted to get was we already had Mario Odyssey, we also wanted Mario Kart and Zelda. So that was last week, so this week we have now checked off all of those games yeah. from the list. Tyler and Lane... You guys split the cost, right? Yeah. Of well, Mario kind Kart. Of. Okay. Both through and on Mario Kart. Yeah. Got it from Target and it was got a good deal on it. Yeah. Um, and then a couple days later, uh, Liz was out shopping again at Target. Imagine that. Uh, and she was feeling super nice. So for uh, the three of us, she just bought the new Zelda game for us yeah. so that we could all Technically play. Technically, it's not new, but. It's it's still considered the new Zelda game, is it well, not? Well, it's the latest. It would be the latest Zelda game. Okay. It's not really new anymore. It's new to me. So, um, so what have what have you put time into there? You get you guys have played a lot of Mario Kart. Yeah. I know Tyler has played a lot of Mario yeah. Kart. There's never enough time for us to play the Switch, because Tyler gets first dibs on it because it's his Switch, and. Uh, I ha- we haven't been able to play it, no, but I'm, I'm fine with it. But you, there's been a couple times where you're like, I want to play the Switch, but it's Tyler's so Switch. I want to play some Zelda. We need like, another Switch. We need more Switches. Yeah. One Switch ain't enough. Yeah. No, but it is. So we, uh, so you guys have played a lot of Mario Kart, and uh, you have not played too much Zelda, right? Correct. I put like an hour into Zelda the night that we got it, and that's all I've been able to play it so far. We've just we've had a busy weekend and stuff, so it's sometimes hard to be able to put some time into that stuff. Which like today I'd like to sit there and play some more Zelda. But yeah. I've got like three episodes of Ash vs. Evil Dead to watch because the new season starts tonight. So technically I have four episodes of Ash vs. Evil Dead to watch today. And uh, we got Elimination Chamber is on tonight and we want to watch that. So, I don't know that we'll really have much time to put into any more we'll just Zelda be watching. Today. We'll just be watching Elimination Chamber down here and we're like, oh, that was so cool. And we'll be listening to Mama and Tyler weep about, about Walking Dead. Yeah, so, it's a family divided today. We, uh, I gave up on The Walking Dead. 
I haven't watched it in a little while, but Liz and Tyler are still big into it. I'm not big into it, but I still watch it. Yeah, Lane kind of watches like a replay with them, essentially. Exactly how Tyler used to do it. The day afterwards, I watch it with them. So that premieres tonight, and Ash vs. Evil Dead premieres tonight at the same time as Walking Dead, which admittedly is probably not the best idea for Ash vs. Evil Dead, but I don't... You probably shouldn't go up against one of the most popular shows on TV. But, oh, well, you got to start the show sometime. And people yeah. that are Ash vs. Evil Dead fans are going to watch it no matter what. Yeah. Uh, the band I saw last night, the opening band, Ruby the Hatchet, they play, They were getting ready to play a song, and she was like, this song is for all the Evil Dead fans out there. This is for you. And I was like, yes! And then it was a song about Evil Dead. It was so cool. The thing in Zoda, I call it an Equinomicon. Yeah, that's right. It looks like one. It looks, it like, looks like a book. It looks like a switch. No, it, it's like a book. It kind of looks like a really flat book. Okay. Well, the Necronomicon is not flat, though. It is a huge book. It's a tree. It's, to okay. you, it's a tree. No, to you, it's a tree. No, he turned into a tree. Did not. So I've, I've been re-watching Ash vs. Evil Dead. I love that show. It's so cool. And so uh, season three starts tonight, and that is super exciting. All right, so back to the switch. We, uh, oh yeah, and the Elimination Chamber is on tonight, the WWE yes. pay per view. So I guess I'm gonna have to watch that and then watch Evil Dead after that. I don't want to be up that but late. But that's only a half an hour episode, though, right? Correct. So it's not like you'll be up for too long. Is it half an hour or is it 22 minutes? Uh, they're usually like 27 minutes or so. Okay. So there is still a little bit of commercials. There is no commercials. No. Oh, okay. It's just not an actual thirty-minute long episode. Yeah, it's on stars, so I gotta I gotta add stars to my Directv plan today because I want to support Ash vs Evil Dead, so I gotta pay for it and make sure it stays on the air. So yeah. back to the switch. We keep getting off topic here. Um, this is also the quietest episode ever. I'm looking at the little spectrum things yeah. and I'm like, we are hardly talking whatsoever. We're probably boring everybody to death. So I'm we, going myself because I'm so tired. Yeah, so let's... We can make this a short episode. Not as short as the new Unknown Podcast episode, but still pretty short. So, the Switch. Yeah. So, so far what you've played to Zelda, I mean, have you even really got enough into it to say, like, oh, this game is amazing? Because I'm, I'm still not even quite there yet. It looks awesome. I love the presentation so, of it and everything, but I haven't got to really enjoy what it does yet. So, it's a really good game. I've played it, and I've seen people play it. Not too much, I, because I knew at one point I would we would get a Switch and we yeah. played it, so I made sure I didn't it. It was the same way, like, Taggart came over the other night, and, like, he was super excited to play the Switch, but he didn't want to put much time into Zelda because yeah. he wants to get one and play it on yeah. his own. But, like, um, when, I, when we were at Dorothy's, like, I we didn't bring the controller thingy. We just had the two Joy-Cons. Yeah. So I was playing just with the two Joy-Cons. And when you have your bow, yeah. you can do the motion control thing. Yeah. Still completely broken. <laughs> yeah. They I, still would never fix motion control. Yeah. I still At least want there isn't nothing that bar to do or anything. With that. Yeah. But it it's like it's like inverted. It's because well yeah, it's because it's this way points down, this yeah. way points up. But like just so weird. Yeah, it's no, so hard just, to aim. 
just a regular controller is what you need. Yeah. And everybody says you need the Pro Controller for Zelda, which we don't have one of those, and I'm sure we'll be able to survive the game just fine without one. Yeah. But maybe not the way you are playing it with the stupid motion controls. Well, no, I, w- I was just playing that. still just no. so stupid. I, w- I, I, was, I was just playing like that because I didn't have the controller there. Yeah, uh, yeah I know, I gotcha. Um, but that was like... Because if it wasn't for us forgetting that part of the controller... Like, we might not even have realized that, like, those motion controls existed. So that was, like, a reminder of, oh, God, they are still doing this stupid crap. It just reminded me of that E3 moment where they were showing off one of the Zelda games. The guy was trying to shoot a spider. Just couldn't find out how to do it. Oh, I think think the controller isn't calibrated correctly. (laughs) Yeah, motion controls were so stupid. Oh, some E3 cringe right there. What else? So that's about it. So what's next for the Switch? Next for the Switches, we're not going to buy another game for a little while. Yeah. We've got, I mean, unless Tyler comes up with money and buys a game or something well, or whatever. Um, but right now, I think I think we have the solid three games yeah. that will get you by for a little while on the but Switch. But one, two Switch is next. But, uh, I mean, Zelda is, there's still hours and hours of time to be able yeah. to be put into Zelda. And that's what I'm looking forward to doing. Yeah. I, uh, I still never put any time into mario odyssey which kind of sucks but whatever we'll have it forever i'll get back to it eventually because i I really want to play zelda that's where i want to put my time into right now so i just hope i can actually start putting some actual time into it so that's it so uh the only other thing i'll really comment on is that as far as like the controllers and i mean kind of the, the whole entire package really i feel like it's made very cheaply I feel like like our uh, crap. I just Joy Cons. Uh, we have like the red and the blue Joy Con things, and <clears throat> like those detach from the one thing and then attach attach to the side of the screen and stuff. And I feel like those are just the cheapest pieces of plastic I've ever held in my life. So I'm worried about the long term of whether or not these controllers will last, especially at $70 a pop, I'm going to be real upset if they're not made to last. Um, I mean, the, the Wii, I mean, nobody ever had any problem with the controllers of the Wii. Those controllers never died or anything. But I didn't feel like they f- they are as flimsy as these are. Yeah. Like, when you connect the Joy-Cons to the side of the screen and play it the way I have, like, I feel like there's a little, like, wiggle to it to where like everything is just kind of barely pieced together and it's just not real sturdy and that part speaking as a person who spent a lot of money on it uh it makes me worried a little bit that the it might not be as good quality as i hope it to be hopefully i'm wrong and hopefully the damn thing the darn thing (laughs) will last we're so tired we can't even censor ourselves yeah so uh hopefully it'll last forever and i and they prove me wrong i'm perfectly okay with that but it is something i am worried about it does feel flimsy so if you don't have a switch kind of know that going into it if you buy one like it does does feel kind of flimsy so we'll see yep uh, battery life, I haven't really got to experience, like, the screen, the little portable aspect of it, like, how long the battery lasts. Like, have you, or do you know if Tyler has had, like, the I, battery die? I, well, I've not had the actual battery die before. Like, yeah. I haven't had it just, like, shut off. Yeah. But I have gotten it to be, like, hey, it's at 10%. Go plug it in. Okay. That's, that's, I've gotten to that point. Gotcha. Do we still have, do we have any time frame on, like, how long it lasts? Oh. Uh, 
about three hours. Okay. And I don't think I've turned on airplane mode yet, so I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know completely yet with airplane mode on. Gotcha. All right, so Switch, still fun. We got the games we wanted to get, and that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, but it does feel kind of, kind of crappily made. So. Yeah. That's my review of the Switch. But yeah. so far, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a fun console. Yeah. I do. All right. All right. So, how about a short episode today? Yeah. Because we don't really have a lot to talk about. Lane's super tired. So sorry for the short episode. Sorry, not a lot really going on this week. But hey, at least we didn't skip a week. So yeah, that's exactly. cool. Uh, speaking of short episodes, uh, the Unknown Podcast is the other show that I've started doing with my friends Scott and Smoothie. And uh, last night was the recording of episode four, and uh, it'll be it's on YouTube now. The live stream is already on YouTube on the Howdy Inc. channel, and the actual podcast version will be up within the next few days, hopefully. Uh, I think it might officially be the shortest podcast that Howdy Inc. has ever done. Probably ever. Probably ever. (laughs) So what happened was, it was pretty funny, Um, I wasn't able to do the episode because I was going to the concert last night, and we didn't want to skip a week because I wasn't able to do it. So we were kicking around the idea of, do we do a two-man podcast or do we get a special guest? And I was like, I like a special guest. I think that's a cool idea. So we got Aaron, who is Scott's brother, who did a special guest spot on this show uh, a little while back, talking about his Aliens podcast. And uh, But we they, they think he fell asleep, Aaron did, so they were not able to get a hold of him to do the actual episode. So they got a late start, and then once they finally got started with just a two-man show, just Scott and Smoothie, like as soon as they started the episode... Something happened, and, like, Smoothie's nephew got sick, so Smoothie had to, like, go tend to that. So Scott, like, talked by himself about some random nonsense for, like, four minutes. And then Smoothie came back and said, I got it thrown up, kid, so I gotta go. So that was the end of the episode. (laughs) So it's literally, like, five minutes long. And just because, why not, we are still going to release it as episode four, just because that's kind of funny. So... Hopefully next week we'll get back to that. But if you haven't checked it out yet, check out the Unknown Podcast. Maybe episode four is not the best representation of how good the show is. Yeah. So maybe start at like the beginning if you haven't checked it out yet. It's on iTunes. It's on Android. It's on YouTube. It's everywhere. Uh, it's on Twitter at the Unknown Pod, and the website is theunknownpod.com. Cool. And howdyink.com. You can go all of those places to find yes. it. Yes. But check it out. It's our new show, so it's pretty cool. We like doing it. So anything else, Lane? Not really. Do you have a, um, a guess of who's going to win the Elimination Chamber real quick before we go? For the women, Oscar. Yeah. And wait a second. No, that makes sense. Wait a second. Oscar has to win because wait. I don't think Oscar's in the Elimination Chamber. I don't think we have enough information to I'm discuss all- this right now. But isn't it for the title? Doesn't she have a title no, match yeah, I at think WrestleMania? You're right. I think it is. Because did she have didn't she have like the feminist talk with Kurt Angle about how no, like that was Alexa there? Bliss. Yeah, who is the champion who has to defend her title inside the elimination chamber? The scorecard that we print off doesn't tell who is actually in the match, which is unfortunate. Oh well, forget it. We don't. We're we're not gonna we're not gonna talk what about the elimination even, chamber. What? Wait. What? 
What is... Oh, oh okay. Like, yeah. Oh, well, anyway, so wrestling's on tonight. Yeah, hey. see, so look, it says that one's for the title, yeah. and that one's not. Yeah, you're right. So, yep. So, um, so, so uh, th- okay, look, right here, singles match. Asuka versus Nia Jax. So Asuka okay. is not in that. So okay. obviously Asuka wins her singles match. That means that and means, it that means she... Alexa Bliss is going to win the women's match because she's still going to be the champion going into WrestleMania, I would assume. So there we go. My prediction for the women's elimination chamber, Alexa Bliss. Yes. Okay. Same. Uh, men, Roman Reigns. Uh, I, I don't know. Those some those are, I think Finn Balor. I think Finn Balor, I think this is going to be his push. Okay. Do you think either one of the matches are going to be worth a crap? The women's match is going to, it has to be, right? They've been pushing them so much. Yeah. And the outro has been four minutes. All right. Longest longest outro of all time. It is. It's funny how this is working out because I'm also going to bring up something else since we're talking about wrestling. Um, I wish you would have watched this match. I still want you to watch this match. So I discovered another wrestling promotion, which is out of Austin, Texas, called Wrestle Wrestling Wrestle Circus Wrestling Circus Wrestle Circus. It's one of the two. I can't remember which one it is. Anyway, that was a really good match the other day. Brian Cage, you know Brian Cage from uh, Lucha Underground. He's like the big, huge, like crazy muscle yeah. guy with like the mohawk. But he like is really cool with like he does all kinds of flips and stuff. Like he's he's a really Flippy big guy is, I guess, how I'll describe him. He's a mind uh, of. Huh? Oh, that reminds me of when Brock Lesnar botched yeah. the, uh, what's it called? The uh, moonsault. Moon. It, no, it wasn't It wasn't a moonsault. It was Kurt Angle's move. Oh, yeah. superstar or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, no, yeah he freaking had a concussion because yeah. of it. he almost died. Uh, so, yeah, I can see how that would remind you of that. Um yeah. So it was the guy, Brian Cage versus Tessa Blanchard, who is Tully Blanchard, who was one of the original Four Horsemen, his daughter. And I didn't even know she was in wrestling. Excuse me, was in wrestling. Uh, it's Wrestle Circus. It's not Wrestling Circus. Wrestle Circus. So uh, I was like, I don't know that this will be too good of a match, but it ended up being, like, fantastic. Like, a really, really, really great match. So now I'm, like, kind of into, like, What's this rec- Wrestle Circus show all about? Yeah. So they uh, they just di- they do a show once a month, and it's on Twitch. Like, they have a deal with Twitch. And uh, so I watched their whole show from last weekend. And, like, one of the matches was, like, a really hardcore match. Like, like real hardcore. Like, the way yeah. hardcore was, like, in the late 90s and yeah. stuff. Like, shoving bamboo sticks into people's heads and stuff. Yeah. Like, real hardcore. Which I did, I did not see that coming, because... That's not much of a thing anymore. But that was only one match of it. It was, it was yeah. certainly wasn't a whole show of that. Yeah. Uh, but there was a lot of really, really good matches on the card. So I want you to watch that match, at least the main event. And then the next time they do their show on Twitch, we'll watch it when it's on, I think. Okay. I'd like to keep up with them. It's pretty cool. Yep. So, yeah, there you go. There's our 10-minute outro because we decided to talk about wrestling at the last minute. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening.